Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. I'm wearing white today, not because I need to wear white, but this is actually a chasuble that my family made for me. I commissioned the artwork, like I have actually holy cards and, and stationery and stuff like that. And uh, it's all woodblock using linoleum, a black and white print, basically. If you come to my office ever, it's, there's the print, one of the originals in my office. So we had to then uh, reproduce it on fabric. So one sister, she made the chasuble itself, and the other one hand-embroidered the rest. So it's a pretty serious deal. So that's why I'm wearing white. So, and the image is of a good shepherd, if you couldn't see that. So, and if you can't see it, after mash, feel free. You can take a look at it. It's pretty cool. Today in the opening prayer, the collect, it mirrors the theme of the scriptures we just heard. So let me just read the collect again. Remember I talked about this is how we collect our prayers with the, the words of the priest. And this is the basics. Look upon us, O God, and that we may feel the working of your mercy. Grant that we may serve you with all our hearts. Mercy. That's what I want to talk to you about today. Mercy. Many years ago, I had a dog named Benny. He's a Bashan poodle, which is a white little fluffy thing that looks like a, like a Q-tip with legs. Or maybe more of a cotton ball with four legs. Very friendly, very obedient. And I was then talking with some of my children who were preparing for their first reconciliation. It was actually at the first reconciliation service with them. And I told them a story about how I lost my dog, Benny, and I couldn't find him. And I was looking all over for him, and I was just bereft. I was worried. I, where did he go? I didn't know where he went. And as I'm talking, the kids were like, <gasps> and I realized they're really taking me seriously on this. So I had to let them know. I'm like, wait, look in the entrance. Is, is that Benny? And there was my staff member who the whole time had my dog. Dropped the dog on the ground, and I said, Benny! And the dog ran straight for me and jumped up in my arms, and I scooped him up. And I put him on my shoulders. Seriously, the dog was like a rag doll. He could grab the dog by the legs, pick him up, and put him around the shoulders, and he would just stay there indefinitely. When it was cold, it was a nice neck warmer. <laughs> I said he was, actually. But I then used this in illustration almost too much to a point that God is a shepherd looking for a sheep. And, but we can relate to sheep, maybe, but we certainly can relate to a dog, and they have similarities. Sheeps and dogs. Sheeps, is that right? Sheep and dogs are tuned to their master's voice. They will not listen to others. Both can get lost and need a shepherd's care. Like shepherds, they are then to go out and seek the stray. In many ways, though, dogs also share qualities about God. Deacon Brett and I were talking about this idea to share with you, and that my dog kind of does what God will do. When he sees you, he wants to come running, and that is illustrated in the other parable that we didn't see, or didn't hear, but the response in the psalm talked about, I will get up and go to my father, and as the, the prodigal son comes to the father, the father sees him on a dis at a distance and runs to him. My dog could see me from a distance and would literally run to me. But I'm concerned 
Sometimes when things happen to us that we don't run to him. Not always. It happens. It can be because of sin. It could be because of loss. It could be because of anger. And we put all these things in front of God. God's not moved. The shepherd is eager to seek us out. And he'll do almost anything he can, short of losing our free will, to get us back. Sometimes it can be resentments that we place in our hearts. They create barriers. And we till the soil of those resentments with our justifications. Or at least I do. And I have to seek, what am I doing? I'm justifying myself. What am I doing? I'm creating barriers between me and God. See, in the parable of the lost sheep, Jesus wants us. He's looking after us. Some people, their situation may be different. Maybe the sin that's in their heart, they're so embarrassed by it, they they can't even admit it. Or they are so afraid of God because he's a taskmaster and has like added up all the sins, has got this list of all of our sins, and if we get close enough, he will pounce on us. Some of us have those kind of sensibilities. But Jesus didn't speak this way, especially in the most potent way in this shepherd imagery. Because who is the sheep, really? It's us. And with that, he wants to reconcile us to his Father. We have inherited sin from original sin, then we personally have sinned. And that sin distances us from others. In fact, if we die in that state of total distance from God, we'll be totally distant from him in eternity. But God does not want this, and so he gave us his son so that we can have eternal life. And it's through him, the shepherd, the good shepherd. So he wants to forgive us. And this is a form of mercy. So what is mercy? The Latin root means uh, misery of the heart. Misericordia. I can't really pronounce it very well. Father Ken, can you pronounce it better than me? No? Okay. We were in the same classes together, so we're either as smart as each other or or as... Oh, never mind. (laughs) But see, from this place, a person who has mercy in their hearts, they can sense the misery, the struggles, the pain of others. Think of it as compassion. They're suffering with the person, and they want to correct it or rectify it or heal it. They engage with that person so that they're no longer suffering or they share the suffering with them. They walk with them or they forgive them. Because maybe the, mer- the person that's merciful has actually done something and needs to rectify that. So simply put then, who needs mercy? The answer is we all need mercy. Unless you're the 99 sheep that don't need repentance, right? No, we all need mercy. We have all sinned, and that sin separates us. So in order to receive this mercy, we just need to admit it. Admit our faults. The term we hear in the scripture is repent or repentance. To turn around. But again, what keeps us from repenting? These things I mentioned already. Fear. Resentments. 
maybe a lack of faith that God would even dare want to be in our midst or would even be able to forgive us of our sins. Sometimes deep loss can do that. That when deep loss is, we don't want to be around people, they don't come to church after maybe a loss, a death in the family. Because I know, I get it, you don't want to be entertaining a whole bunch of people. But at the same time, this is where Jesus is. This is the good shepherd who can heal our hearts in all these times. So, remember that God loves you beyond your imagination. Greater than anybody that has ever loved you and ever will love you. And he will not condemn you if you just humble yourself. We see this in small ways, like at work maybe. I know in my situation, when something happens and if I'm the first one to admit my guilt, everybody around me starts admitting their part in the problem. That's different than when I start going, okay, and you did it, and you did it, and then everybody's now protecting themselves, right? I think that's what we apply to God. But see, on the other side, God knows us, and if I just admit my part, he's quick to forgive, desires like a good shepherd to seek me out, scoop me up into his arms, like in my chasuble, and bring me to where I need to go. Pope Francis said this, Mercy is the concrete action of love that, by forgiving, transforms and changes our lives. Transform and changes our lives. Do you want your life transformed and changed? I know I do in some of my ways. So here's some questions. Who in my life needs mercy? Is it myself? Is it someone else? Who have I wronged? And who has wronged me? And what barriers am I creating to prevent mercy in my life? Who needs mercy? We all do. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.